Playoffs? Let's talk about Playoffs? Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Playoffs? We're talking about Playoffs? Stafford throws, pass, caught, cup. Still rumbling. Cup down to the 12. 30 seconds to come off the clock. Stafford is sacked. They're running four across zone. Four across right here. Underneath it's Cup. Fred. He's got it. Rams are on top. Garoppolo Playoffs? under pressure. Donald got there in the air, intercepted by the Rams, and they may ride to the Super Bowl on that. McPherson and Cincinnati is heading to the Super Bowl. He called it again, I'm sure. He looked up and he goes, can you believe, coach? We're going to the Super Bowl. And they did it. They beat Mahomes at home. Wow, Joe Burrow. No way. Only two quarterbacks have won an FBS national title game and a Super Bowl. And that's Joe Namath and Joe Montana. And Joe Burrow's trying to be the third. From 18 down, matching the biggest comeback victory in championship game history. Ah, yes, another crazy weekend of football, championship football. Doesn't get any better than what we've seen the last couple weekends, folks. Can't wait to get a few of the guys on the phone and get their Super Bowl predictions. Matt Stafford, former Detroit Lion, first time uh, you know, winning his playoff game. That was a career first for him. And then, of course, you know, championship game win and now going off to the Super Bowl man what does that make our Detroit fan base feel like I'm going to get some perspective on some of the guys takes we're going to reach out to a handful of guys here in a minute and we're going to get the show started here on the fives of the week special edition NFL edition with the Super Bowl prediction show Sea Rebel, he's coming on. He's going to be the first guest of the night. It's the Sea Rebel Yell. What is going on, Chaz? I'm just sitting here dreaming. Dreaming? What are you dreaming about, buddy? I'm watching on YouTube uh, Cincinnati Bengals fans reacting and crying going to the Super Bowl, knowing that's the closest I'll ever get to it. Ain't that that the truth, man? So, um... Couple of very good games this weekend. What was your um, what was your take on those two games, man? You had Rams. Man, NFL is just NFL is just going crazy right now, man. I mean, it's just some of the games you're seeing, I don't remember seeing playoffs like this. Yeah. I mean, I know there's probably some classics, man, but right now, what what great games we're getting we're getting spoiled with these kind of playoff games we're seeing right now. That's a and fact. the Super Bowl is is halfway as good as the rest of these playoffs have been. It's a great year for football. Heck yeah. So, and uh, the teams we got playing, the Rams and the and the Cincinnati Bank Cincinnati Bengals, one team 
one team we could have predicted or at least thought, well, they got a shot at it. I don't think anybody was calling for Joe Burrow to go to Super Bowl at week one. I just I don't I don't see a lot of people doing that. Yeah, dude. I so mean, that's pretty unexpected. Four, but good for them. Four wins last year. That was it, right? I mean, this was you want to talk about really flipping the and script. And your quarterback quick. got a lot got got, got a got a, a year ending injury in what week what was that, week three? Yeah, Burrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weeks three of that. He, so he, so he didn't even get away. He, he was, he was three weeks into a season when he started this year, and he went to a Super Bowl. Well, that's that's big that, deal. That's pretty good, man. And and uh, I, like I said, you know, since the Rams and Cincinnati, they're they're pretty weirdly matched up. The Rams have the uh, the best. Uh, Run blocking, pass blocking, and uh, NFL this year, and Cincinnati's O line was thirtieth and protecting the pass. So Burrow better have his track shoes on. If not, he better bring body armor. Oh yeah, sure. No, you're right. I mean, so let's let's take the first game. Let's take that Rams game. All right. Give me your hot take because we want to talk about that one. Did you? Uh, I I gotta say Matthew Stafford in that game. I mean, he was he he was thirty one of forty five for three thirty seven with two TDs. But then he had some lion stink on him too. Oh, like, yeah, sure. like what was that? What was that dive ball he threw right to the ground? What the What's hell was that? I, I don't know. That that looked uh, classic Matt Stafford for sure. Yeah, and then the other one at the end of the game where he threw it directly to the defensive back, like he was wearing a Rams jersey. Yeah, that that wasn't good. I was like, what are you? So, you know, I mean, Matthew Stafford, man, he's like somebody in Tourette syndrome. You know what I mean? When you guys out there playing football. <laughs> Playoffs? He, he gets these, about? Playoffs? <laughs> You're terrible, man. So let, I'm, I'm, ser- well, I'm serious. Man. He's like, we're going to win the game. We're gonna, I'm throwing interception. Oh, I'm going to say we're going to win the game. No, you're right. So I almost thought, I mean, I picked L.A., but there was a point at that game that I thought San Francisco was going to make their comeback, as they did in the, the previous games, but it just didn't happen this time. It, it, it came down to a Taylor quarterback really did in that game. And Matthew Stafford outshined uh, Garoppolo. Yeah. So are you happy for Matt Stafford? What's your, um... I'm, I, I'm happy for Matt Stafford. Yes, because he knew he gave, he gave Detroit everything he has. He has nothing to be ashamed about, about uh, trading for trade. So look, I gave you guys 12 great years. It's time for me to move on. And Thank I don't, I don't blame him one bit. If I was if I was him, I would have probably done the same thing. And he left here on a good note. You know, he he said goodbye to Detroit. He donated a million dollars uh, as a parting gift to a a wellness center down in downtown Detroit for kids to go That's and study right. and have a gym. Just just a gift to say thank you to Detroit. You know, and put his name on it. So that tells me at one time he's going to come back to the city. Oh yeah, I'm just like you know. Yeah, Brady. I don't think he'll never play a game here again. You know what no, I mean? But I know it's kind of like with Brady. I mean, we're going to sidetrack here a little bit. What Brady called his retirement, but you know, Brady's going to come back to New England, sign a one day contract, and retire a Patriot. Yeah, and I could see I could see Matthew Stafford actually doing something like that. Like if you remember his uh his thank you Detroit uh thing, which I don't know what he was thanking Detroit for. What's well, good he about it? Beat the crap out of him for twelve years. Yeah, no, I mean, but but he, to still have that kind of love for for the city, I, I like the guy. You know, I mean, and they're 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 great people. They really are. Matthew and Kelly Stafford are great, great people. They left her on high notes, and they had every reason to be bitter about the city, about the way a lot of the fans talked to him. I, I agree, and you know what he gave, remember all the hate mail he was getting and oh, stuff like that. He, it he wasn't, was good at yeah. It wasn't Matt Stafford, C Rebel. It was. I mean, look at Matt Stafford. You know, in twelve years of quarterback in any NFL team, you're going to have some you know 
hiccups and you're going to have a bad season. He played through injuries and stuff like that, but they never built anything around him. You know, they gave him Calvin Johnson, and that was it. And in between those two, they broke a bunch of records. But what else did they have? They never really put together a solid defense. They didn't really go out and spend a shit ton of money. Like L.A., they they put all their chips on the table and said, we're all in on this. And they were buying the championship, and it worked to their favor. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl. I mean, there's a good likelihood they're they're favored, right? Is it not that where LA's? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe they're favored. I don't have that number right in front of me what they're favored at, but I, they are they are favored. Last time I looked, yeah. yes. So you know, I'm I'm happy for for Matt Stafford. You know, um, as a fan, I'll be honest with you, I'm pissed because you know we struggled through 12 years and never got a playoff win. Didn't even get to see a home playoff game, and we haven't seen a home playoff game since what 91 or 92. So. Th- I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just awful to think that's how far back you have to go to think about any, you know, excitement for your football team. We've beat this up, you know, a hundred different ways is why the Lions organization sucks. But, you know, this this is kind of a reiterates the, you know, the way the organization runs suck. your team, dude. Yeah, no. but it's not just that they suck. Okay, they could even if they would have tried to do what LA did. Let's let's put all our eggs in yeah. one basket. You could you could try to put all your eggs in one basket. If you're not doing the right things with all those eggs, you ain't gonna do anything anyway. Oh, yeah. LA put their eggs in one basket, but they made all the right moves when they did that. Yeah. Bringing in Matthew Stafford, bringing in Von Miller, getting Odell Beckham Jr. The the Lions wouldn't have done that. The Lions had a chance to draft Odell Beckham Jr. Who'd they take? Ebron. <laughs> Then you want to talk about a guy that you want to talk about a guy came up shit and roses, man. Look at Odell Beckham. He was in Cleveland, dude. He was going nowhere. He wanted out. Hating he, it. In, in running his mouth. At. Yeah. Run, running his mouth like he always did in trouble. And, and he came to L.A. and he came to L.A. and turned it all around, which which tells you a franchise can ruin. There's, there was bitterness going on. But Detroit, just, it, it's that front office. It's it's the front office. I say it, I say it a million times. You could, like I said, you could have all the draft picks in the world, and if you're taking guys out of a Baltimore State University that played nine games in four years, you know well, what do you think is going to happen? I, know, I mean, man, look it's... at all the top picks they've had. I, I know I beat this up before with you before uh, Grandmaster V, but the, the picks just make me mad. Their, their drafting is just flat awful. Joey Joey Harrington flop, Mike Williams flop, Roy Williams flop, Those yeah. Rogers flop. Those were all top. Those those were all four years in a row, and those were all within the top five draft. And within six years, all of those guys were out of the league. I agree. They're you terrible. are never going to get anywhere drafting like that. You know, we, so the Fords, the Fords allow this because I put some blame on the ownership too. Because you just can't sit there and tell me that the ownership. You know, you see, I mean, look at, I know like you, we talk about like the owners like Jerry Jones, uh, you know, Mr. Kraft or whoever, you name about some of the bigger owners that are very, very involved in their football teams. You know, Lions are, I, I just hate to say it, but they treat this team like a fucking hobby, dude, because they're billionaires. Well, it is a hobby. You know, you know it's, what, it's you know what just a write-off for them, you know? Just not, not to interrupt you, you know what this team is to them? This team is basically it's a food stamp for the younger generations of Fords. You know, the the all the all the uh, third and fourth generation kids, they don't get the uh, the Ford Motor Company money. Here, just take the profits from the Lions. You guys go live off of that stuff and leave our Fords. That that's what the line that's what they treat the team as. Yeah, I, uh, I let's just support our offsprings with it. Just give that them that and they can leave us alone while we go run our car company. Yeah. That's exactly what the uh, that's exactly what the franchise was in the beginning. You know and, uh 
William Clay was just in a way. <laughs> I think we should do this. Let me get this guy out of here. Here, get the Lions. Let me go play with that. And he was alone. <laughs> here, go, 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 go on this. Here you go. Here's a toy for you to play with. Yeah. It's, and, it's, and the same thing they're doing now with it. You know, I mean, they're, they're making so much money off us, or morons, too. Yeah. It's so been, much money it's off us. It's been very tough to watch, man. It's been. I read of... a stat. They are one of the smallest market teams, but I did read a stat that really made me mad. The Lions, as far as profitability goes, are in the top 3% in the NFL. And two two different years that the New England Patriots won the Super Bowl, as far as total revenue and the Lions made more money than the New England Patriots both of those years. Both of those years, they won to back-to-back Super Bowls. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. That's that's ridiculous. I mean, that just goes yeah. to prove, that, 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 yeah, It's a totally cash cow for them, dude. It's a cash cow. Right, that's, that's all it is. You know, you would think after a while, they're like, you guys, I'm working, we're sick of getting talked about in this town. Look at when they uh, re- when they uh, retired Megatron's uh, number at Ford Field from the Ring of Honor. The owner, Sheila Ford Hant, came out there. I don't, I don't know if you read the game. I think you read the game. How, how did the fans treat her? Oh, they booed her off the field, man. No oh, respect. Yeah, and you could see it on TV. I they're... giggled. She was like, she wanted to make a comment, and she was like, oh. Yeah, like she was appalled. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Lady? Right. I mean, no one, no one, knowing how the fans of Detroit, you know, they want the winner so bad. You put the owner out there at the fifty yard line. Don't expect to get a parade. You know, some respect. <laughs> right. Well, what, what exactly do you have respect in your name for? Yeah, it's just. I was born. I just had that. That's about what she was. She right. was born. Right. She so, earned nothing. It was handed to her, literally. So Rams moving on, beating the 49ers 20 to 17. Now that we're done doing our lion slappy well, game. I mean, we, hey, we have to see Rebel. We have to vent. It, it's important. That well, here in this city, have to in this city of Detroit, we are we are hardworking uh, class of people, and we will back no matter what. You know what I mean? But and we've still backed this team for decades, and oh, it's just getting to the point where. I agree. So what was your take on that Bengals-Chiefs game? Bengals end up beating uh, the Chiefs 27-24. Were, were you surprised by that one? I was surprised for this reason. It was a great game up until it went overtime, and then the Chiefs won the overtime co- coin. I was like, you got to be kidding me. They're just going to go down to a coin flip again. you got to be kidding me. No. It's... And then uh, – he made one of the, he, he, I don't think he really made a second. I thought it was a great throw. I honestly put that on the receiver, you know what I mean? Because you're making a lot of money. Bring mm-hmm. that ball in. He let it bounce off him like it was a ping pong ball. And yeah. Cost, so, cost him the game. But that's the breaks of football, too. I really can't say that because that's the breaks of football. So who are you going to take in a Super Bowl, C-Rub? Who are you taking, man? I, I, I'm going to take L.A. I, but I have reservations about that because Joe Burrow, man, he could turn the game around in a minute. I, I, I believe he's going to be the next GOAT in the next decade. I, I believe I've seen some great flags out of him. You're thinking Burrow's going to be the next Tom Brady? Yep, I, I, I believe I, that. That's how much flashes he showed me, and and a few of these games, especially if you think about it, he doesn't. He still doesn't have a full season under his belt. With the playoffs, he's got a full season under his belt now. He had three games last year, and he went into a full season this year. And he's already in the Super Bowl. And that's 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 not ball to sugarcoat it. He is the single reason they are in that Super Bowl. All right, so you heard it here first. C. Reb taking the Rams over the Bengals, and by how much? Ma- by how many points, though, Bryce? I'm gonna say 
I'm going to say 28-21. It's going to be a close one. 28-21? Yep. And I believe that Matthew Stafford is going to be getting his first ring. I haven't made my pick yet because I'm still on the fence with the Cincinnati team because they've been – it's like – when a team like Cincinnati's done what they've done this year, you can't discount that because they're right. I, I don't, such a I don't discount right that, now. but the one thing I can't get past, the, the one thing I can't get past from picking Cincinnati is they have one of the worst O lines in uh, football. They're ranked 30th during the regular season. The Rams D line was the number one uh, rushing D line. Yeah. No, I this agree. year, that's that's the one stat I can't get past right now, and those boys are on a mission. You know what I mean? I, I do believe that, that they're they're going to win. I think they just got too many weapons, too many firepower, and then you start asking, uh, when's Matthew Stafford's going to start saying, okay, when is time I hang it up? Because this is what his thirteenth year. Yeah, this is his year number thirteen. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, years, thirteen. You know, he he's got well, how many how many years he actually got left in him? Especially he got he got the. Just not kicked out of him this year with some of these games. Oh yeah, he he took some big ass hits. There's no doubt about it. Um, so you're definitely going to be taking the Rams over Cincinnati. I think they got too close, much firepower over Cincinnati. Calling a close and, game. Uh, so yeah, I'm calling a close game. So see, Rab, let's get in a couple little quick topics here in the coaching carousel. Uh, Flores suing the NFL. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I heard about. It. I heard. I heard bits and pieces about it. Yeah, I don't know everything about it, but I definitely have my opinion about it. Yeah, I mean, do you feel like there needs to be? I, I'm surprised personally that Jim Caldwell has not gotten his head coach coaching job yet after leaving Detroit. I, I can't believe it. He's he's got one of the big. He's got one of the biggest factors that should be flashing on his resume to any team in the NFL. What is that? How, how many years was he in Detroit? It was six years, right? Oh, I don't know if it was that many, but didn't he have like one of the highest winning percentages of any coach that ever's been with the Detroit Lions or has the the all time winning record? Drop the mic moment right there. I was in Detroit for how many years and I left there with a winning record. Drop the mic moment. But dude, why why can't he get a job? I won in Detroit. But why can't he get? I hate job? to say this, and this is such a touchy subject, and and some of my some of my listeners are listening to me are probably going to not like I say this. What's good about it? Racism, racism is a thing, whether you like it or not. The the Rooney Rule is not being followed. The guy did a great job in Miami. He they went from a two win season to almost making a playoff in a year with a quarterback that you're trying not to get hurt because he was hurt a lot in college. Yeah, and he went on the verge of the playoffs and he got fired. I don't know, man. I I, I hate to say that, but that that, that, that just stinks of. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't want to even say the word really, but yeah, I mean, and Jim Caldwell not getting a job, and what the, I don't understand what, about black head coaches not getting jobs in his NFL who are very qualified. We had a guy here in Detroit. What was his name? I think it was Terrell Austin. What's his name? Yeah, Terrell Austin, yeah. Yeah, all kinds of interviews for head coaching jobs. What another great job. And he kept getting paid. Well, we'll make you our offensive coordinator. Like, they're just giving him something just to, to, to shut him up. Yeah. I, I, think it's, I think it's unfair. I, I, I believe that it is a racist thing. I, I don't know why it is a thing. I'm not going to pretend to know why it is. But yeah, I mean, come on, look at look at it. I, I, what would you call it? Yeah, How would you call it anything else? You got one, one black head coach, and that's Mike Tomlin. He's done a wonderful job. I mean, he's he. I would love to have a coach like Mike Tomlin. 
I think some of these guys are being shafted personally. I, I don't, you know, what is the NFL? It's 70%. Uh, it's black. I mean, 70%. And you got, you got, I don't think it's fair. Personally, and the one team that has. I don't think it's fair. Not yeah, at all. The one team that has a, has a, a black head coach. Who is it? The, the guy that made the Rooney rule. My, my I mean, that, that, it almost look, seems like a banner. Like, yeah. look, look, we got a black head coach. Look, look, he's on the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah to, to shut people up. I think it's unfair. I think the interview process is stupid. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think there's a lot of a lot of good talent that's being let, you know, looser, just putting in, like you said, an assistant. And coach I don't know another that. way to put it. If it's not racing, what the hell is it? Yeah, I, I mean, so it's not because they're not qualified. I think this so Flores, I, I don't I think get this it. Flores thing is going to blow up because um, I hope so. There, you got to read this. There's something about Bill Belichick, the coach that just got hired for the Buffalo, um, not the Buffalo, but the coach that went from Buffalo and just got the job. Um, one of the assistant coaches, I can't remember the guy's name. Philly will probably help me out with that. But uh, Belichick ended up uh, sending a series of text messages to the wrong guy, both with the first name Brian and Flores ended up getting these text messages. He goes, Hey, are you, you know, sending this to the right guy? So basically when he interviewed for that Minnesota job or whatever the, the job he was interviewing for, um, the decision was already made. There's already decisions being made that he wasn't going to become a head coach. So just too much controversy, man. I think that the NFL, um, they're going to have to start certainly looking into this kind of stuff. Cause it just does not look good for him. All right. Hold on. Hold the boat. So you're telling me there's a text message out here going, hey, I know we're interviewing a guy. We're not going to hire him anyway. So just go through Basically, the motion. Basically, Bill Belichick had gotten yeah. some information that was sent to him, and then he replied to the wrong guy, and then it was the guy, Flores, that got the text message. Uh, basically, already know, knowing that this other guy was going to get the job, but it was somebody else. And it was it was something I just I briefly seen it uh this evening on Sports Center, so there's there's going to be more of this coming out. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not even going to make a comment because I I, I I don't want to say something stupid because I I don't I'm going to look into that as soon as the show's over. Yeah, it's crazy. But if man. that's true, that's going to yeah, that's going to go in that's going to go in some direction. Gonna, we'll just say that it's going to be an issue, man, for sure. So, all right, see. I would love to have Ryan Flores as our as our head coach. I would have taken Ryan Flores as our head coach. Yeah, I would too, um, man. Well, what's, what's going to happen? He's going to continue not to work? I mean, what's the going to happen? I don't know. All right, see Rebel. We're going to we appreciate your advice again. We'll be talking to you here probably in another week or so, but you're taking the LA Rams, right? To win the Super Bowl. I'm taking the LA Rams 28-21. I believe Matthew Stafford's going to get a Super Bowl ring and take a selfie and send it right to Martha and say, "See what you're missing?" <laughs> Love having you on, C-Rebel. I wish he would do that. I wish he would do that. That's what I would do. That could be awesome. All right, C-Rebel, thanks for your time tonight, All right, five to the week. I'll talk to you guys next week after the Super Bowl. See you, C. C-Rebel. The best just keeps on getting better at 24th Street Pizza. They've already been voted the best pizza in St. Clair County, and now they've even expanded their menu with some fantastic new choices. From new pizzas like the margarita and poho mac and cheese pizza to new subs like the Swedish meatball and deep south dill. Plus, 24th Street Pizza now offers poutine, chicken marsala, nacho supreme, and so much more. With over a 1,000 five-star reviews, it's no surprise that the best keeps on getting better. Find out why today at 24th Street Pizza in Port Huron. 
Ah, yes. There he is, the fish. There it is. Oh, let's. The fish. Fish, how you doing? Get me off that speaker, man. You got me on your phone? Got to have you yeah, loud and clear. How about now? No, you're better, man. How you feeling, buddy? Oh, I, don't know. I got the COVID. Yeah. I got it. Yeah, that's not good, man. He's got the fever. Got the cough. Did you get the shits? No, not yet. Not yet? That's good, man. You didn't... Uh, you yeah, so you've been... Uh, how many days have you been into this stuff? I would say it started Thursday. Oh, man, dude. I know I... I had that shit three weeks ago. It, it's no fun, man. It's it's outright just uncomfortable as hell. I honestly think this is my second time getting it, but this is the first time I got the no taste. Ooh, you lost? Did you say you lost your taste? What about your smell? You lost that too? Yeah, smell too. Yep. <sighs> Who that call my name? Whoa, right. that's not good. <laughs> <clears throat> so you're um, so. You have to stay quarantined now. Did you 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 didn't get vaccinated? I understand, right? So that's kind of relevant at this point. So are you you thinking maybe going to go get those uh, antibodies or anything like that that might help you out a little bit? Maybe. Yeah. 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 So you just it just sucks sitting around. Are you are you achy and all that kind of stuff, fish or no? Yeah. 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 I'm achy too. Well, hey man, I'm not a doctor, but you're just going to have to. You know, hydrate and drink a lot of fluid, man. That's that's a big deal right there. Just got to push that stuff out of your system, man. Yeah, that's right here. Just keep drinking fluids and uh, over the counter. Yeah, that's true. I've seen that. I've watched that. Donald would say the same thing, man. You have to do that. So, did you have the chance, fish? I know. I'm, I appreciate one you coming on tonight. Not feeling good. Recovering from this COVID crap. It sucks. I mean. Damn near everybody I know has had it, vaccinated or not vaccinated. People are still struggling with this stuff. I just hope you get healthy soon, and you will. Just uh, just get a lot of rest. Are you really tired too lately? Is that kind of like one of the side side effects of that shit too? I'm always tired. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing that for, man? <laughs> I've been sleeping. Yeah. So well. So what'd you think of these games, brother? What'd you think of the games we had this this weekend, man? What was your take on those two big games? Talked about uh, the. Uh, I feel like they were so long ago now. Yes, yeah, you got that foggy. <laughs> you got that foggy brain going too, don't you, dude? I do. I apologize, but that's okay, but man. It's great. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bengals, uh, Bengals, and and, and Bengals Chiefs. Nice. Yeah, that was that was a big yeah. deal, man. I was. Were you surprised at that game? Did you feel like I, that? I actually was very surprised. Yeah. Very surprised. LA won. I mean, I was hoping they'd win. I know I didn't pick them to win, but yeah. Well, I mean, LA. I know a lot of people took San Francisco, but that Bengals game was a surprise. I think. I mean, I think maybe there was only, and I have to get the final numbers from uh, Philly on this one. I don't think too many people pick Cincinnati, but the Chiefs, they just, man, Cincinnati played good enough. They won 27-24 to 24 in overtime, obviously, and 
that was a big game for them, man. They're they're playing with the momentum, of course. Then, the, like you said, the Rams end up winning twenty to seventeen. So let's start with the first game. Are you happy that Matt Stafford's going to a Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy, definitely. Yeah, happy. yeah. We were talking. Uh, Brady, but it's yeah, I know. You're probably bummed that Brady called it a career, huh? You you were a little yeah, bummed when he announced his. I, I kind of was thinking one more year. Yeah, but. a lot of people did. I mean, but I mean, dude, how many more years can you really play? I mean, 22 seasons—that's quite a long career in the NFL, especially for a quarterback. But um, let's go back to this Rams 49ers game. I, I'm sure you were kind of out of it watching the games over the weekend or probably not paying as close of attention as you normally would because you weren't feeling well. But um, So Stafford going to a Super Bowl, one year removed from 12 years of playing here in Detroit, plugs and plays into the Rams system and going to play, play in a Super Bowl in their home stadium too. This will be a second time, second year in a row that an NFL team is going to play in their home field because – you know, didn't Tampa do it last year? Yep, they just did it last year. So that's kind of like another crazy, you know, stat that goes down in NFL history. Um, Jimmy G was playing for a contract. He's a free agent this year, so who only knows where he's going to end up going. You think he's a free agent? Oh, yeah, I think he was in a contract year. He's They're probably going to trade him or, you know, do something with him. I mean, there's teams that need a quarterback. That's where Rodgers would go. I was thinking the same thing. I think Rodgers would be a great fit in San Francisco. But um, so yeah, I mean that, that was a great game. Um, did you watch much of that uh, Bengals Chiefs game? No, I watched it. That was a good game, and you know, Burrow. I mean, second year quarterback. You know, one of the things that we put on the podcast, uh, the one the one we just recorded, was that Burrow could become the first NFL quarterback in history to not only win a Heisman Trophy, college championship. If he wins a Super Bowl, he'll be the only quarterback in NFL history to have all three of those stats, you know? I did see that. Yeah, so that's kind of exciting. Do you feel he's one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL? Um, I'm going to give it in that title just yet. Not yet. Not yet. But, dude, second-year quarterback to the Super Bowl. Say he wins this thing. I mean that's goat status because Tom Brady did that too. Yeah, year. see, that's what people yeah. are saying. He's he's putting himself in a very uh, in a different bracket of quarterbacks for a second year quarterback. I would say he definitely is going to be one. Yeah. it's hard to give some that is their second year. But, but you I know, mean, the team wasn't as you know stacked as all these other you know playoff uh, playoff teams out here. Yeah, but doesn't it kind of bum you out though, Fish, that you've got quarterbacks like you know we we here in Detroit we have our quarterback we had our guy for 12 years he goes obviously to where he went goes to a Super Bowl why can't we build anything in in Detroit like you know they have a defense over in Cincinnati I mean they're a good football team and Cincinnati was kind of on par with the Lions for how many years like they were a joke of the freaking AFC you know North they they weren't doing anything special no they weren't it's crazy you know, and um, here we are, and we're still just kind of waiting for a time. You think it's just bad luck? I, I think it's I, I think it's ownership. I think it's bad drafting. I think it's a lot, man. You know, I had C Rebel on before I called you, and he had made mention of how many different draft picks over the course of the last seven to eight years the Lions have picked players and, you know, early first-round picks, and none of them 
turn out to be shit, but maybe a couple of them. You know, it's just a lot of players move on and, you know, they just don't materialize, you know. Like, you know, remember we, tra- we uh, drafted Kyle Van Noy, then he ended up going to New England. He ends up going over there and gets a two Super Bowls now. Yeah, he's got a couple rings, you know, and Dominic and Sue, you know, he played his time here. He went and got himself some Super Bowl rings. It's just like, you know, uh, it's just crazy, man. I think we just can't seem to get it together. I I think it's a black eye on the Lions if Stafford does win a Super Bowl here in another Sunday. It could look, you know, this just kind of validates everything that people are saying about the organization. You're not getting a lot of respect in the league, I don't think. Yeah. So, um, so you're, so who who you're gonna take? You're gonna take the Rams, you said, for the Super Bowl. Take the Rams. By how many points you say in fish? I'm gonna say seven. So, you, are you gonna call this to be a close game? Yep, close game. Close game. Okay. And uh, your your idol, your all time favorite football player, if I'm not mistaken, we talked about this a few minutes ago about Tom Brady retiring. What do you think he's gonna do now? Do you think he's gonna? He's gonna enjoy his family, his kids for a few years, and he's gonna come back to the game, meaning coach. Yeah. So I guess being a coach, dude's too intelligent. Yeah. That's why he was so good. And what's your take? Are you paying any attention to, as you're sitting, you know, recovering and stuff right now, are you catching any of this uh, coaching, you know, carousel that's going on in the NFL right now? or the racist thing or something going on up black yeah, yeah, like we were just talking, C. Rebel and I were just talking about that. Don't you, in my opinion, this is my opinion, I think it's unfair. I think some of these coaches, you know, Mike Tomlin is the only coach in the NFL of color, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, head coach but I feel like there's a lot of talented coaches that are getting passed up and I was really surprised like I told C-Rebel and I even told Philly this why hasn't Jim Caldwell gotten a job Jim Jim Caldwell had a winning record here in Detroit you know and why are we not seeing more diversity in the head coaching ranks do you feel like something's wrong in the system um yeah I do yeah, I mean, there's, I think there needs to be some uh, equality to with that, and I just don't think it's right. But um, I don't know, man. So what else has happened in fish? Is there anything else you want to go discuss or anything before we let you go? Because I did, I promised you I wouldn't keep you long because I know you weren't feeling very good. That's all I got. That's <laughs> that's all you that's got. All I got tonight, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, get off the boat with you and lay back down. Yeah, you're gonna chill out. Are you taking any meds or anything? They give you anything for that? I've been taking like Mucinex, over the counter stuff. Oh yeah, sure. That's that ain't the Mucinex would now. You got it? Is it in your head now, or is it in your chest? Where you got it going, man? Uh, it feels like everywhere. Oh man, but, uh, mostly in my chest. Did anybody else uh, end up getting sick when they were going up there? Did anybody else come down with this stuff? No, no. Oh, that's good, man. Let's just uh, hope and pray for you to get healthier here soon, buddy. Like I said, I, you know, both my daughters had it. I had it. Um, gosh, just to, like I said, man, just stuff goes around, man, so fast. It's just the best thing you do is just keep getting that rest and just uh, do what you got to do, man, to get healthy again, brother. For sure. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, no problem, man. And then uh, we're gonna play you out with the with the fish theme because it's very important that the big fish, the jaws. Yes. 
I know I can make you laugh a little bit, Fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, my friend. I hope you uh, get well. And again, you're taking the Rams to beat the Bengals for Super Bowl. I'm taking. All right, my man. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy, yep. Fish. Take it easy. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Oh, man, the fish. It's got to recover, man. Sounds like shit. That damn stuff is terrible, man. Just hope everybody can get through this crap. We all can get through it. So uh, we're going to put our next guest on here. Hey, everyone. Just want to take a quick pause in the action and tell you about TGI Graphics. It's a family-owned business since 2007, servicing the Metro Detroit area. We specialize in sports and graduation banners and also yard signs. We've helped schools, youth sports leagues, and booster clubs fulfill senior wishes and memorable projects. Please reach out to Fives of the Week podcast at gmail.com to learn more. Now let's get back to the show. Time to call chaos. What is up, Chaos? What's happening? Oh, you know what's happening, man. The world. Oh, it's so crazy, man. So crazy. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Let's get it, dude. Yes. Chaos, you're still yep. you're still winning the bracket, man. Oof. Oof. You're winning the bracket, man. You're you're right up there with, I believe, my little nephew Drew. Who's only had two losses right now, so you're right up there. I think the only one you didn't predict well for the championship game was your beloved Chiefs, and that was not a good yeah. thing, man. Yeah. Was a lot, though. In hindsight, that's okay. They've been yeah, you're bummed a little bit, but now it's time for somebody else to give it a shot. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, man. I just don't I just don't understand. That was a close game. So what'd you think? Let's it was. let's start with that game. Let's talk about this Chiefs Bengals game. Were you surprised the Chiefs lost? I was, sure. Yeah. Was they was, just uh they just let them climb back in, climb back in and can't you gotta play two halves of football, just not one. Yeah. Now hey, Chaos, you got me on speakerphone or are you holding the phone up to your No. Okay. I got it up to my I got it up to the all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna increase. I'm getting a little muffled, but I'm gonna turn your volume up on your your side over there. But uh, so was the wife disappointed that the Kansas City Chiefs, her beloved Kansas City Chiefs, did oh, not win, bras. Bum, the flag was oh, was on. So crazy. And then blah blah blah. Yeah, I know that was uh not good. I, she's got to be disappointed. <laughs> but that was just like one of those games, dude. I personally, I took the Chiefs myself. And I didn't think the yeah. Chiefs were going to lose. I just thought they were too powerful of a team. But, you know, this this tells you, man, that this second-year quarterback, this Burrow, he's a real deal, man. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, like we talked about before, I think he's he's not considered one of the great ones yet or near it, but mm -hmm. he's sure making his move. You know, it's what's really crazy uh, chaos about this particular uh, quarterback coming into this Super Bowl game here on uh, two Sundays from now, so we're recording this a little bit early is that right. he could become the first quarterback in NFL history to not only win a college championship, a Heisman, 
and also win a Super Bowl. There has been other people that have done that task, but they've never been quarterbacks to have all three of those accolades. So he could become the first quarterback in NFL history to actually accomplish that. That is wild stuff. That's, I did not know that. <laughs> I, I did not know that. And neither did I, but I thought it was rather crazy. But uh, there's only been three other people that have done that. Uh, you know, again, college championship, Heisman, Super Bowl champion, uh, Charles Woodson. Uh, there was Charles Woodson and there was, uh, gosh, who was the other guy? I just had them all up here. It was, it was Woodson, Marcus Allen, and Tony Dorsett. None of which obviously huh. were quarterbacks. So Burrow could become the first ever quarterback to take that uh, prestigious award. Well, that would be something special. That would be great. Yes. Oh, yes, my friend. What's good about it? Oh, there's a lot of good about it. So, Chaos, <laughs> let's, fl- let's flip back. So you're, you were disappointed with the Chiefs game, obviously. Uh, do, you think, do you think Cincinnati's for real? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it, 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 here's the thing. So you oh, have to yeah. think about this. Or, they won two games two years ago. Yeah. So if four, four they games, can do games. it, four well, two years ago I thought they said they won two. Oh, games. you know what? My bad. Two. Yeah. Last year was four games. The year before that, you're absolutely. So you know right. where I'm going with this. The if they can do man? it. Yeah, you're right. If they can do it. You want to do it now? <laughs> why not us? What's good about it? <laughs> Come on, don't bullshit me. Come on, bro. <laughs> the drops are fucking flying, bro. This is so crazy, man. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. It, it could be a big deal, man. So, um, all right, let's move, let's move on to this one because I'm just anxious to get your take on this one, bro. You got Rams okay. beating 49ers. Jimmy G takes a shit, doesn't win it. Stafford going yeah. to the Super Bowl, first time. We've talked about this with the other fellas. Leaves Detroit after 12 years, goes to L.A. and goes to a Super Bowl. What's your feeling on that, man? Give him his due. I feel the electricity in the air. <laughs> Who that call my name? <laughs> that was harsh. Put some respect on my name. So what, 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 what do you think, man? What's your take on that? Well, we call that one. I mean, that was... Um, I thought that uh, San Fran was a little beat up, and we're both. I think you and I were both on for Stafford to make his mark and get to the show. Yeah, and they had a good game. That Cooper Cup man, that guy is phenomenal. No, he's he's a special athlete, man. That dude is amazing. I think he's going to have a big game in a Super Bowl. There's like a chemistry with him and Stafford, the equivalent yeah. I think of like what Calvin Johnson and Stafford had here in Detroit. And of course the line, you can't, you know, you can't do all that without a good strong line. That's protecting his ass. hundred percent, dude. That's a great point yeah. because that line, uh, you know, it, it should be a good Super Bowl. I don't think this was exactly what the, you know, what most people thought would be the Super Bowl LA. Yes, maybe. Um, yeah. but I didn't think anybody would have thought the Cincinnati Bengals were going to go to a Super Bowl. After, no, no. At the beginning of the season, they may have been like a contending team that maybe could make wild card. But to to say that they were going to go to a Super Bowl, I mean, the sexy pick was the Kansas City Chiefs and, you know, uh, Buffalo Bills and and all these other teams that got eliminated. You know, uh, the Titans were, you know, heavily favored coming in off the bye week. And, you know, they lost to the, you know, the Bengals that 1916 game. But, man, they've done they've done some wonders, man. This goes to prove that, you know, the momentum can carry. And my my curiosity is will this con- continue the momentum going into the super bowl i'm just well you know uh, unfortunately I, th- I think we've seen our best football with the first three weeks i think this is going to be kind of a kind of a low brow 
uh, Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to be a big shootout. I think we've seen our best football in the playoffs up great. to this point. That's a great take, dude. I, I do too. I think some of the most exciting football games we've seen in decades. We've played <laughs> every game. Yeah, nail biting. Phenomenal, yeah. man. So, um, all right, here's our here's the million dollar question, man. So, uh, well, before, before we get to that, let me ask you this. Um, so, there, you know, you probably have heard a little bit of controversy going on in the news right now with uh, oh, you, this. The- Miami thing? Yeah, with uh, Brian Flores, uh, you know, Giants respond to the claims that uh, the former Dolphins coach, Brian Flores, a lawsuit against them about accusations of not being fair with the hiring process and stuff like that. Uh, What's your take on where the diversity in coaches is at? We got one, we got, you know, one coach that's coaching Pittsburgh right now, person of color, and there's no other coaches. Jim Harbaugh didn't get a, or Jim Harbaugh, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Caldwell, Jim Caldwell, former Lions yeah. coach, did not get a, get his calling to be another head coach. There's only one head coach in the NFL that's black right now. What do you think of these other guys? You think they're being dissed on this? What's your take? No, I don't think so. It, it, you know, it's a different day and age. Yeah, it's it's not like it used to be. And until we stop seeing color, it's it's in my eyes, it's changed substantially yeah um there's there's some good candidates out there for sure and they should get their due but if there's somebody more qualified i don't care what color your skin is that's who's going to get the nod but until we stop seeing color that's this this whole thing's getting ridiculous yeah i i know that lions defensive coordinator uh aaron glenn uh who was interviewed for the jets and the broncos uh positions recently um and the other guy uh deuce daly another uh coach Both have came out openly and said they had no fake interviews in their experience. They felt it was handled exactly what it was supposed to. They didn't feel like they were just put in there just for a sham, just you know, check the box type thing. And they both right. came out and said openly that, you know, the teams they interviewed with, uh, they felt that it was done professionally. They thought it was fair, yeah. and they, they would only hope they would hire the right coach for their organization. Oh, we got to remember, uh, brothers. I would, I would hope so, because that, that day and age is done. That's... That's before us. That's old days stuff, and everybody's turned the page, and we're come. We're going in the right direction. Yeah, and, and you for know, everybody, there there's only 32 of these jobs in the world. You know, there's only 32 yeah. of these you know jobs that are available, and it's been a rare you know year to have this many openings. But yeah. it it is about winning and losing. You know, we don't hold on to head coaches very long if you're not. We, I mean, you get your mulligan year, like you know, Campbell. But, you know, if he comes off, you know, next season with another three, four win season, he's going to be on the hot seat, right? doesn't matter what the color sure. of your skin is. You know, Flores coached Miami for three seasons, did a pretty good job, I thought. But uh, I think when you go against the grain, basically what he's doing right now, uh, you know, this is kind of putting your name out there. And yeah. this may cause this may cost him a job in the future in the NFL. Look what happened to Colin Kaepernick. You know, he was advocating for <laughs> he, it. Never he helped. Took him. the words out of my mouth. I was going to say the same thing. I think Kaepernick should be the next head coach anyway. Yeah, I, <laughs> right. And and so no, the, the whole thing's a joke. It, the person with the best resume that can forward a team that who should get it. Another one Thank bites you. the dust, Brad. You hear it? <laughs> Come and watch it. <laughs> it just it just didn't pan out for that cat. So I mean, you got to be careful of what direction you want to take your career. You know, if you're good, you eventually should get your spot. And I think that the NFL and 
any organization. It doesn't have to be an NFL. It can be corporate America. You see how the diversity thing is playing out. And I don't want to make this a race thing, but I believe right. in my heart there are some highly qualified people that should be deemed head coaches. And maybe there is sure. some sham that's going on right now, but that's something the NFL has to deal with. I think there should be more diversity in the head coaching ranks. But at the end of the day, I'm not an owner of an NFL team, but I think that they have to be right. very careful moving forward with something like that. Yep. You no, know? it can't be forced, but the, the the person that's best qualified should definitely get a nod anywhere. Yeah. Regardless, I don't give a crap what you are. I agree with you, man. Yeah. So yeah. Philly threw something out there. Where would be the dream destination for a Super Bowl if you could have one? I mean, he gave me a list of stuff, but it was like Central Park. I, it was on an aircraft oh, carrier. I see what you're saying. You know, like where would you want to put your? You know, if you had to pick one place to put the Super Bowl, where do you think? Where do you think it should be played? Gaylord, Michigan. <laughs> I'm a tough guy. I've been doing it for you all my life, brother. Beetlejuice agrees with you, man. <laughs> so you're talking about a big game. You're talking about multi-gajillion dollars. You're talking about sponsorships. It's got to be a warm climate, or it's got to be domed. So yep. Um, so where would yeah, you play your? Where would you play your all? If you had to pick the destination for the Super Bowl, if if, if Mr. Chaos himself was in charge of the venue, what would you do? Where would you oh. play? Well, for selfish reasons, I'd like to see one back here in Detroit. We got the facility, we got the place, we got the venue, and we got the area. I think that'd be cool. Have oh, another yeah, one here. Sure. Oh, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> that would be great. Because <laughs> I don't know when we're ever going to find one, so why not have another one here? Right. What's good about it? Yeah, the, the only problem with Detroit, I think they fucked up when they built this stadium because all the other stadiums have followed. You know, we got to remember, Lions built this stadium, but it's 15, almost 15 years old now. You hate to yeah. say it's dated, but dude, why didn't they put a retractable roof on this thing, man? Oh, I don't. Outdoor that is, that football, stupid. it still gives you the feel of outdoor football. You could still put natural turf. You could still do some other crazy things. You know, you got summer concert series. You keep the you know the open air going. Um, I had the I had the opportunity a couple seasons ago to go watch uh, the Lions play in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium. And, dude, I yep. got to tell you, man, that was retractable roof style, and I was just impressed with that whole venue there. They had the roof. I didn't open. know that was retractable. I've been hey. to Lucas Oil. It, it is. I've been there for a couple of games, Big Ten games, and I, I didn't know they could paint anything. Yeah, it's it's open air, man. It was absolutely phenomenal, man. They it was huh. there's something special about it. I'm pretty sure it was open air, but it 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 just had a better feel to it. It's just the what the it lines. was a beautiful stadium. Yeah, it, it was. I can. It's like an old that. barn. It looked like a barn shape, didn't it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I I just think it would have been so cool if they would have done something like that. But yeah, to have another one here in Detroit, that would have been kind of cool. But um, I don't know, yeah. man. We we kind of. I don't know. It, it is what it is. You can't change that now, but you wish you can go back in time, man. Anything else in the news you want to talk about while I got you on, KS? Nope. You, you, you're, you're, <laughs> are you a little pickled? Are you a little tired out, man? You, you just started a new gig, man. I was talking. You can throw it out there to your fans, man. You started a new gig this week, Brad. Your fans. Yeah. Yes, I, uh, I yeah, signed you... on with a company called Griffin Beverage. I am. <laughs> I am a uh, Red Bull area development manager and happy to be back to work. Thank you very much. You're a what? Say it again. You're a red what? Area, a Red Bull area hey. development manager. Hey. <laughs> Respect that name. <laughs> Respect all my name. <laughs> no, that's that's awesome. But so I mean, you're feeling good. You're you're almost through the whole work week, and and you're 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 starting to get your feeling back, like you're getting back into the groove again. 
It's two weeks, man. That's that's right. It's two weeks. Yeah. Forgot about two weeks. My seasoned veteran now. Yeah. Yeah, all good. So you're all good, man. Everything's going good. Glad to be back. Glad yep. to be back. You get that first check here in another day or two. You get paid soon. I don't think you? tomorrow. Tomorrow's paid. Up. Yes. There you go. Get that cash, <laughs> man. You gonna get that cash, bud? Uh huh. All right. So here we go. We got a. Yeah, Monday night football theme for chaos. All right, so let's hear your Super Bowl prediction, man. All right, this one may shock you a little bit because I picked against them for the past two weeks. But in my eyes, in a stunning upset, the Cincinnati yes. Bengals. 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 Who day? Who day? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a flat game, but I think they're going to uh, come out on top. And so, what, you're taking the Bengals, the bungholes, and, and, and you're taking the Houday Nation, but LA's got a good team, dude. Are you sure about this pick? They do. Yeah, they got a good team. They got home field advantage, but I don't know. It's it's Stanford. I want to win, but I know, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> you're, just, he's gonna, you're busting on staff, man. What's up with that? He's going to pretend that he's going to forget that he has that ranch before him, and he's going to be with the Detroit Lions jersey, and it's going to be a... <laughs> It's going to be suck job, man. He's going to blow it, huh? He's going to choke. All right. So. I'm calling it. Who Day Nation coming through. They got momentum. They're young. They're aggressive. They want this damn thing. All right. Details forthcoming, Chaos, for the winner. Uh, it's either going to be a Amazon gift card to the winner or a Fives of the Week hoodie. Oh. So, I mean. That is a. That perceived value, five hundred dollars. Let's get it, dude. That's what I'm talking about, man. Three <laughs> X on the size, by the way. Uh, playoffs. Three <laughs> X. Okay, that's fine. We can we can go up to any size you want, but that's going to be it, man. So hopefully, uh, right now you're you're kind of you know your Vegas has you as the front runner. So all right, cool. So we'll we'll keep you posted. Uh, Philly's got the final tally and all the numbers. He's going to do something cool. He's going to kind of run it past us all and put. You know, you're, you're going to pick your winner, but you have to say by how many points, though. So that's oh the important okay. thing. So if you want to go on record right now and call the call your shot, that's up to you because it'll. Well, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna wait because I want to see a health report. I want to see who's hurt, who's picked up. Wow. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until it's official then when we really need it. And I'll give you a more uh, informed decision. All right. So there it is. It, it's chaos. And we're going to take the incision decision. <laughs> he's he's waiting, folks. He will yep, rock yep, you. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Chopping it up. Yes. <laughs> chaos from the great white north of Gaylord, Michigan. Yes. Yes, sir. All right, brother. We're going to take you out on a little bit of living after midnight. Sir. <laughs> All right, Grandmaster B, fight yes. of the week for lead death. <laughs> I was a butcher cutting the meat. <laughs> Chaos, we love you, man. All right, love you both. All right, brother, we'll talk Everyone to you soon. You. Peace. All right, take care. All right buddy, bye. bye-bye. A little bit of slither. Yes. yes. And we're going to have uh, Philly from the Stoiling. And Grandmaster B getting it together, Braz. Grandmaster B, yep. Pancho Cucamonga, yep. Yep. There it is. What's up, my brother? 
What's happening? Oh, you know what's happening. That's what's that's what's happening is. Let's get it, dude. Yes. Uh, playoffs. That's what, what I'm talking, talking about. about. Yeah. Playoffs. Playoffs. That's right, baby. It's almost over. It's almost it? over. Yeah. How many times did you have to hit the man bell over there talking to uh, Hollywood? You didn't have it. I'll make it up. There it is. <laughs> All right, bet. <laughs> All right, bro. So what's going on, man? Oh, man, had the day off work. You know, this uh, snowmageddon that we had or didn't have, however you want to call it. I mean, I thought we'd get a lot more than what we did, but, you know, it was nice for the company to look out for us. So oh, we got at home today, got caught, got caught up on some things. And uh, how about you, man? You hanging in there? Plowed my driveway three times, had a chill day, for pretty much like you, man. I didn't get out and do a whole lot today because the roads were pretty rough. Um, yeah. I'm just not, dude, I'm I'm done with winter, man. Already, yeah, I'm done well, with it. I know you said to go on vacation, so mentally, are you already? Yes. Yes, I am. That's what I thought. Yeah, I'm ready, man. I, I want to get away for a few days just to go somewhere warm. Um, going down to Florida, just trying to. See, I mean, it's kind of cool down there right now, though, too, Philly. So it's, I mean, it's better than what we're having here. But, um, yeah, it's just, I want to get away, man. I know you've been itching to do the same, too, haven't you? Yeah, I'm trying to work something out for uh, first week of April. So we'll see what happens, man. But, you know, Florida, when I went down there last year, 73 felt like 93. So it can be deceptive down there. No, I agree, man. Anytime you can just get a break and just feel the sun, man. That's what you really want. You know, you just kind of miss that. You realize you ever get like towards the end of summer and you're like, man, I can't wait for because when August hits, it's like this starts our football crazy season, I think, because it starts in August with preseason and training camp. But before, you know, the Labor Day weekend hits, you're already mentally transitioning to fall. And then fall keeps us occupied with, you know, the 17 weeks of the regular season. And then you got what we just went through with the playoffs and now Super Bowl. But then when that's over, dude, I'm ready to go back to summer. I mean, I mean there's nothing great about that first part of spring when it's kind of dirty and everything. You know, I like late spring and the flowers start blooming and stuff like that, man. But I'm so done with winter. Done with it, man. No. What's good here. about it's it? So long here, so long here in Michigan, man. So that's the shitty part. You know, know you just man. can't wait for it to end. I wish summer was, you know, six to nine months long. Yeah, I I agree with you, man. So, um, what did you think of these uh, games over the weekend with the 49ers, Rams, Bengals, Chiefs, man? What's your take? Well, I was really impressed. It was a tale of two halves, you know, with Cincy and uh, Kansas City. I think whatever adjustments Cincinnati made was the the doomsday factor for Mahomes and company because he just looked all out of sorts. Uh, you know, I think he had more yards running backwards than forwards. Um, it was crazy. Uh, and then the other game, it was a dogfight, you know. Uh, Frisco had the upper hand all the way to the end. And Stafford kind of did what he does. And I know that outside of that one bad lollipop pass, he led his team to victory. You know, he also had a drop touchdown pass. So there's an opportunity there, missed field goal. Um, there's always opportunities in those tight games. And I'm just so impressed with the NFL this postseason. High-quality games, high-quality competition. It's been a, a truly a treat, and uh, the Super Bowl should probably be the same. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, 100%. You know, and Chaos made mention of that on the last uh, call. Um, he said, we probably seen some of the – he goes, this may not be the marquee Super Bowl that people were hoping for. And let's face it, at the beginning of the season, I don't think anybody predicted Cincinnati to be there. Um, no. However, you know, I think there was a lot of people putting money on the Rams, of course, the Chiefs, the Bills, 
you know, those teams are eliminated now. Even, you know, Tennessee was coming in as a hot commodity coming in, you know, with getting some healthy players back and, uh, you know, lost by three points. But needless to say, they got eliminated after their first first game coming in off the bye. You know, Green Bay, a lot of those good teams. But, you know, who would have ever thought L.A. Rams and Cincinnati Bengals? But the football that we've seen leading up to this Super Bowl, you know, considering these two games this past week and were pretty exciting, not nearly as exciting as the divisional rounds. Because those were just games for the for the ages, man. You know that Bills Chiefs game was just you know, they'll replay that game for a long time. You know, even the Rams yeah. Bucks game, being it that that was uh, Tom Brady's final game, uh, we'll see a lot of highlight reels with his final pass or something like that. But uh, this was a great year for the NFL. I mean, it was just a spectacular year. But uh, you know, I, I know you're probably going to get into this, but what's your one of the you know things we're talking about right now today? A lot that's going on in the news is about the uh, you know this Brian Flores guy putting lawsuits out yeah. there. What's your take on that, Bros? Yeah, it's, it seems uh, there's a lot of layers to this thing. So I understand that Stephen Ross, the old owner, who's asking him to tank, who's offering hundred thousand dollars per game, he's come out since and said that's BS. Um, so John Elway, he said he got. Uh, basically a, a shameful interview showed up late said he was hung over disheveled whatever it may be oh um, there's he's know, saying the, that flores came in like this a little little no little. no he's saying elway came into the interview hungover. oh okay um, gotcha and then obviously the text between him and bill belichick where he's bill belichick thought he was texting a different brian which was brian debole from the bills who ended right. up getting the job They're getting the job so yeah. basically he was interviewing you know for no reason based other than to fulfill the rooney rule and um, there's another issue. I think he cited, you know, Jim Caldwell in there, uh, former defensive coordinator, Terrell Austin. These guys just getting, you know, bullshit interviews, basically. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think he's really definitely taken a, sh- a chance here with his coaching career. But he said as much where he doesn't care. You know, he's a high integrity man. He's going to do what he thinks right or think is right. And, um, you know, if everything he says is true, then, you know, more power to him. Um, I do think the NFL does have a little bit of an issue with, uh, you know, equality as far as the coaching standards. You look at it right now, there's one Latino, one black and one Arab American head coach. But at the end of the day, it's the best man for the job. You know what I'm saying? I think that's how, how it's got to be looked at. And, um, you know, there's, there's people of not just, you know, black skin, skin tone, but Latinos and even whites, that, that anybody can play a race card, right? And oh, you don't know what it's true. like to be anything other. Um, but at the end of the day, this is kind of the society we're in. Um, and we just got to let the facts play out, basically. I, I agree with you got, 100%. I agree with you 100%, Philly. And there's two prominent Detroit Lion assistants that came out and spoke on this uh, about this Brian Flores that, uh, thing about. What's good about it? <laughs> what's, good, what's, <laughs> what's good about it? Well, I'll tell you. There you go. So there you yeah, You know, I had it cued. So what they were saying is basically they didn't have any fake interviews in their experience. Um, so what I think what yeah. Flores is doing is he's creating a little bit of controversy, which rightfully so look at, I'm going to be the first person to say that I believe there needs to be more diversity in, in the head coaching jobs. Why didn't Jim Caldwell get a job? This guy mm-hmm. may have not been the best candidate for it, but you know, what is the league is 70% black, right? And that doesn't make, you know, that's not the des- deciding end all, but you got to think, okay, there's going to come a point in time, which it may be right here, right now, and this might bring some more light to this, that there needs to be some other coaches of color. Because there's very talented, there's a lot of assistant coaches and all that other stuff out there. But um, 
you know, Denny Green was a great coach, you know, uh, Jim Caldwell was a great coach, you know, I think that there's just, there needs to be more of them. However, is this going to turn into Flores what it did for Colin Kaepernick? You can go ahead and protest and stand on your, you know, grandstand, your, your, and go ahead and start suing people and throwing people under the bus and saying Elway came in half crocked and hung over and stuff. You're basically dissing on a lot of people in the league. Is this going to sabotage himself by ultimately people are going to stay clear from him? You know, is he ever yeah. going to get another opportunity? Because if you're already, you know, throwing everybody under the bus at this point and the lawsuit agent hasn't been, it may have been filed, but it still hasn't gone anywhere. What is the league going to say of this? He was talking about Ross paying $100,000 to lose game. That's basically fixing the game. You know, I'm going to give you 100000 yeah. if you if you crash and burn so we can get, you know, a, a better draft pick. So that's like, that's making Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, look fraudulent. He can actually lose ownership for that. You know, you would think you would think, I mean, if he's going to start throwing all of these act, you know, accusations out there, he better be really careful because he's throwing a lot of people under a bus, including a Bill Belichick. And how true is this? Did Bill Belichick intend to send that tax that way? Did he make it to be more than what it really was? So there's a lot of moving parts here that have yet to be figured out. But I think what Flores has done is he's kind of put his foot in his mouth. He should have kept it under lock and key and just kind of took it to where it needed to go quietly and if it validates what he's saying, then he'd win his case in court. But you don't just start throwing everybody into, into the mix and throwing them all out there in public knowledge, and now you're going to create yourself a firestorm. Well, he's definitely going heavy because I think he was on uh, one of the uh, morning football shows on ESPN already. I was like, holy crap, didn't this just come out yesterday? Yes. And uh, so he's, he's really doubling down on this. Um, and if somebody, you know, I think that the intentions of the NFL are definitely good. Obviously, like you said, 70%, you know, black athletes. Put some um, respect on my name. You see some guys in there, and, and you can see them getting interviews and stuff like that. You would like to see a little bit more diversity again. I think the intention's there, but as you know, it's a big business, man. So with big business, comes a lot of shady, shady shit. Yes. So I guarantee that stuff's going on. No, I agree. You know, it's just even thinking about this. Yep. Yep. And think about this thing with Harbaugh. Did Harbaugh really turn the job down, or was Harbaugh turned away? Because Harbaugh's a weird cat, man. I mean, you've seen this dude interview with the local sport beat writers and stuff. I mean, he just seems a little off his center to me a little bit, Harbaugh. You know, I don't know how it would work out with Kirk Cousins and Jim Harbaugh in Minnesota if, in fact, that became a, you know, his head, his, he became the head coach. I don't know if he's. Yeah, it's well, just, Jim Harbaugh's going back to Michigan. Well, I know he's going back to Michigan now, but was he was he at the eleventh hour turned away? We'll never know. Did he make the decision, or did the Minnesota Vikings, uh, the new the GM and everything, say, you know what, we're we're going to keep this role open still, but thanks, but no thanks. Do you think Harbaugh really went there with intentions of going through the whole process to turn away and say no? Because there's only thirty two of these jobs in the world. I mean, that's a, that's a hell. I mean, his brother. In Baltimore was was you know his biggest cheerleader. He was on NFL Network the other day saying, "Man, if they if they were smart, they would hire him because he's a great coach. He's a you know blah blah blah." And of course, it's his brother. But you know, Jim Harbaugh had success at Stanford. He had a, had a little bit of success in Frisco. Uh, he you know had a pretty good team when he went there. He didn't really do a ton of great stuff in Michigan. He won. This was his first big year this past season. They won the you know Big Ten championship, but did is that where he was building up to to just to hurry up and get a quick interview for a pro job? 
did he get turned away by Minnesota? Or do you think Harbaugh really says, no, nah, I think I'm going to stick with Michigan? It's kind of a punk move because, you know, he's like, yeah, I don't think highly enough of Michigan right now. As if Saban was to go to, you know, to Alabama's heads and say, you know what? Been here a long time, accomplished a lot. I'm going to go interview for a pro job. You know, does that does does Harbaugh kind of look like he punked him out a little bit at U of M by doing I what think he did? A little gamesman, there's a little gamesmanship going back and forth there. I so agree. First of all, obviously last year they, they asked Harbaugh to take a pay cut because all, he came in with all these expectations, right? He had to be the top dog, beat OSU, MSU every single year. Obviously, it hasn't been the case. Finally, he gets a chance to you know win a Big Ten championship, and he gets. I think he always wants to play that card to kind of show Michigan that that intrigue is still always going to be there so you need to understand what you have in me you know what i mean um i don't think he necessarily gets along great with the upper echelon there um because you know damn well if, if it was ryan day or nick saban or Dabo sweeney those ad's would be out there having press conferences defending their coach or saying we're on top of it you never see that with michigan it's very hush hush yeah um it's very blase splay talking about you know, we want good student athletes, this, that, and the other thing. And so I think there's just a little bit of gamesmanship going back and forth. So I think Har Harbaugh will always play that card. And let's face it, the dude comes with a little extra all the time. Everybody knows what you're going to get with him. You know, there's always um, something, something going on around him, Harbaugh. So he's a captivating figure. Um, I was a little indifferent on it. You know, I really don't know how to feel. I'm not like jumping for joy, but I'm not sad either. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's, I, uh, it's, I, we're in a weird spot as a Michigan football fan. I, I agree with you, Philly. And I, I almost really thought, and my, my, this was just me, I thought for sure Harbaugh, had he gone to the NFL, would have probably been suited very well for that Bears opening. That's kind of where I thought he was going to end up going. Um, you know, but then again, it, it's just, you know, like you said, he's he's that kind of a figure you know, U of M, I just, I can't put heads or tails on his personality. I know he's a motivating kind of coach and all that kind of stuff, but he's just, uh, he's a hard guy. He's, he seems like he's off his center a lot. You know, he's never, he's always going to keep you guessing, I guess is what I'm getting at. That type of personality, you know? Yeah, and so. I'd be lying. I was, I was elated for him when they finally beat OSU and they won the Big Ten Championship. Oh, of course, was, man. Absolutely. That was a great moment. Um you know, Michigan sport. So, Christ, yeah, getting all emotional right. from it, huh? I know. Yeah, that day I did. I don't know, man. So, let, let could we talk a little bit about the exit of Tom Brady? I mean, were you surprised by this, Philly? No, actually, I said it. I, I, I felt like he was going to retire. Um, you can just see it during that game. I think he was getting his butt whipped a little bit. You know, still had the goal to come back and do everything that he did. Still the greatest of all time. No harm, no foul. He's still... Still the best of all time, man. But uh, I'm not surprised. I think it is time. You know, I think he realized that this year. Yeah, I, I think you're right. That's going to be a. That's going to be a. I don't know. For for a long time, his records are going to stand. I mean, anybody who can play 22 years, one in the NFL at the level he played, it's going to be. And we can think about a couple guys right now. You know. Uh, that may catch that record, but will they play long enough to get that record? And you got to play a lot of football to to beat what he's accomplished. You know that's going to be in the record books, in my opinion, for years and years to come. So um, yeah, it's going to be tough. So one thing I've been asking my guys, though, I want to ask about Jimmy G. Yes, do you sir. think uh, obviously he's done? He's done in San Francisco. Where do you see him playing next season? It's a great question, and and my gut still tells me. 
I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. Know. <laughs> I think I, I'll tell you. What. I, I think uh, somebody got a dick. No, we don't want that. I'm thinking, you know, Jimmy G is going to get shopped around for sure. Um, would it be crazy if he went to Tampa? No, actually, that's been um, that's been a focal point today. A lot of people have said that, and it's, it's nobody's Tom Brady, right? But Jimmy G is that prototypical pocket quarterback. Yeah, he could probably fit right in there, you know. I that would be off, and I've said, and I you asked me the question, but I really was, I'm still not quite sure. But Tampa, it was my first intuition. That was my first choice for him uh, to backfill Tom Brady. He was a backup for Brady in New England. How ironic would it be that he goes and backs up Brady? You know, after Brady retires, it kind of has a nice little storyline to it. Um, he would fit pretty well in the climate and all that kind of stuff. However. We talk about another quarterback that still hasn't made his choice of coming back. Is as we talk about it all the time. Is Aaron Rodgers? I could see Aaron Rodgers going to San Francisco if that opening yeah. is there, and that could be a pretty nice switch at a guard. And God only knows we could use that in our division. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think Jimmy G. He's a he's decent quarterback, man. He plays with grit, but I think he'd fit in really well. I can't see Gronkowski coming back. You know, a couple of the people that are, you know, came back for Brady to have that full same roster from, you know, 2020. There's going to be some people moving away from the team. And um, I'm not so sure if Bruce Aarons is going to be a coach there next year. He might step down. Who knows? Yeah, I could see that. And I mean, maybe a guy like Byron Leftwich or Todd Bowles can just step into that role and become head coach. And you kind of keep some of the same camaraderie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely going to be the market for a QB. You look at teams like, uh, Denver, you know, I think it's clear that they need a quarterback. Yeah. The Tennessee Titans, I think Ryan Tannehill, I just don't think he's getting it done there. And their no. window is closing. Um, and I just heard Aaron Rodgers bought land in Tennessee. So that's also a dark horse spot that he could land. Hmm. Didn't hear about that. So now we're putting stock into where people are making purchases, huh? Hey, I'm just saying. It makes sense because they're they're a Super Bowl contending team, and I think their quarterback plays let them down over the last couple seasons. Interesting. No, I, I, I really, it's such a carousel right now as like the head coaching jobs. And there's never been more head coaching jobs out there than there is right now. Players move around loyalty. You think about players that have left, went on and got their Super Bowls. Kyle Van Noy left Lions. Boom. Got his Super Bowl. Right. You know, and then we had other players, you know, Prater moves on to a better team, not saying he got a Super Bowl, but there's so much movement that happens within, in the industry of sports. They're, it's rare that somebody sticks it out for as long as they have. Like, you know, somebody like played a whole career with one team and it's, it's going to constantly change. And I don't know where half these guys are going to go, man. But uh, where do you think you say, where do you think Garoppolo is going to go? Are you thinking Tampa too? I think Tampa makes a lot of sense. I could also see Pittsburgh or Denver. Michigan Panthers, bro. Maybe the Michigan Panthers. Oh yeah. No, no, no. No, no, he'll be in the NFL. He's he's a winner. Yeah. What else? Didn't you have some other crazy questions? You talked to me earlier in the week. You were talking about the best destination or favorite destination for a Super Bowl. Did you throw that out to any of the boys? Yeah, I did uh, everything that I, I told you I was going to do. But one thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, what are your thoughts on the new Washington uh, jerseys and name? Hmm. I know you're thrilled about it. I'm the Commanders, huh? Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, sure. I I don't know, man. 
I didn't have a problem with the Redskins, and I didn't have a problem with the Cleveland Indians. I didn't have a problem with half these names that were out there. They're, they symbolize what those teams were for decades and generations and everything else. But the Commanders, dude, I guess like anything else, it just you're just gonna have to grow on you. It's you know the Washington Commanders. It almost sounds like a you know indoor arena football team. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, I like the Matt Red helmets. That's kind of cool. I like the, the W with the number on the other side. Oh, hell like they, no! Kind of like how they incorporated the black uniform. Um, yeah, the black idea. Yeah, I'm like. kind of, the commander's like, eh, eh, come on. Was yeah, there, was there a, was there a, like the Washington foreskins? Do you think that would have been better? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Sure. Absolutely <laughs> better than respect the, on my name. the commanders. <laughs> the commanders. I don't know. It, it's like you have to believe everything is politically correct now, Philly. You know, I. it's like anything you're doing in life right now, bro. I had to go get my uh, rapid COVID test tonight on the form. I kid you not. Mail. Did you do the new one where you put your finger in your ass and smell it? And if you can't smell it, you have COVID? Thank you for that. No. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> I didn't do that, man. <laughs> Sweet mother of God, what is the holdup? <laughs> I didn't do anything. So, dude, on the form, listen to this, Philly. On the form, it says, you know, male, female, and then it had other. It had other on the form. First time I've ever seen that. For real? So, me being a smart ass, I am. I circled other. And then I handed <laughs> it to the lady. I did, dude. She goes, I go, oh, oh, I, I circled the wrong one. She goes, she started looking at me with that funny look. I'm like, are yeah. you serious? This is what we've come to. She goes, well, she goes, it's the new world we're in. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. On medical forms. Oh, That's man. Such a, it's a new day and age, man. It is, man. But, uh, you know, the commanders, hey, it is what it is. Going back to your question, the Washington commanders, I don't know. I might. I, it's the more I think about it, it's starting to grow on me. But they don't have a logo, bro. They don't. It's just going to be that matte red helmet. It's not going to have. Is it going to have like a logo on it, like a dude on it or something, or a symbol, like a star or something? You can't take a star because that's a Dallas Cowboy. What, what's what's the logo? I think it's the W, and then it's got the um the two stripes and the three stars on it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's Washington, Washington Commanders, Washington. I think the Generals would have sounded better. The Washington yeah, Generals, you know, because it's like power, like Washington, you know, or capital, the Generals. But yeah. who am I, dude? I, you know, whatever. Same guys like hey, Washington all, Foreskins. Right. It'll all fall by the wayside if they can win some ball games. Yeah, it, ain't, it ain't, don't matter if you call them the Washington Powder Puff team. It, you're absolutely right. It's just a matter of winning and losing, and that's what it's all about. So I don't I know. know. What I wanted to ask you, though, I know you're a Super Lions fan, just like a lot of us on this show are. Um, obviously the tickets in LA are crazy. I think uh, the cheapest seat in the house was like 15,000. I've seen this dude. It, it's at an all time high. That's like, I was yeah. going to say that's, that's kind of like a conservative price. I'm, I'm, I'm going to willing to bet those tickets will go up before kickoff. But, um, could you dude, just go to 15,000. Just take that for the number. I mean, that's fucking crazy. $15,000. You got it. You know, buying two tickets and more, you know, unless you're going with just you and a buddy and he's paying his own way. But if you're thirty grand in airfare, hotel, you know, a couple of them hot dogs, you know, what I mean, what you talking about, Willis? You're talking like forty, fifty grand, dude. That's a yeah, lot of so money. Lions go to the Super Bowl. What's the most you would pay for a ticket? Forty or fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. 
Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Listen, dude, if the Lions could ever get to a Super Bowl, um, in all seriousness, though, oh, man, 15 grand. So what? how much would I pay? That would It would probably factor a couple things. One, do I see future? I mean, you know, in my lifetime, if I'm able to see one Super Bowl and it's my home team um, all in, I would, I don't know, man, 15 grand's even a lot of money. Oh man! What if you had to sit on C. Rebel's lap? Um, hmm. <laughs> let's get it, dude. Oh yeah, C. Rebel, C. Rebel, and uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm gonna say probably on the high end, Philly. I might go to ten thousand really? dollars. That's I'm thinking I would pay up to ten grand, but I better be sitting in some of the greatest seats ever. And I know that ain't gonna get you the greatest seat ever. Um, now ask me if I could sell a Super Bowl ticket for 15 grand. I'd probably do it and sit at home and profit out. I mean, what is the face value of a Super Bowl ticket right now? I can't imagine it's less than a thousand dollars. What is the face value? I mean, we someone maybe I could Google that while we're talking. Face value for Super Bowl ticket. What is the face value? What is the Super Bowl 54? About 56. Yeah, I'm a couple of years behind. Face value, Super Bowl. 54 tickets. Um, let's just see what this pulls in for. 54 tickets. Let's see what it comes up at. This would be interesting to find out. If you're talking face value, Super Bowl face value tickets, um, let's see here. Well, let's see here. Super Bowl tickets, no fee. No, that's, these are all exchanges and stuff like that. Price breakdown. Hold on. Now I'm pulling something up while we're talking. So what you asked me the question, What? how much would you spend? And I've been battling back and forth all day with the guys, but I think for the ticket, you know, if we're not including like vacation package, or whatever, I'm probably capping it around two grand, man. I don't think I, cause I just, I know I, I would be so pissed if I spent maxed out a card for like 10,000 or something and they lose a game and you know what I mean? You're just kicking yourself. But then again, it's memories. It's memories you'll have for a lifetime. I mean, we can't say they've ever been to an actual Super Bowl. So, yeah. uh, I think I think this answer could change, you know, if it does happen, you know. But uh, realistically, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to pay more than a, a few grand. But but listen to this, Philly. I just pulled this up. What if you're invited to some of the VIP parties that are going on, like the Friday and Saturday night, like Shaq's Funhouse Super Bowl party at the uh, Sheridan Expo, or the Maxim Maxim Super Bowl party, Super Bowl party? They have all kinds of like celebrity Super Bowl parties. That's like the big deal right there right if you got invited yeah. to like some vip parties and stuff so it's like a like a not just the game but you get all this extra stuff you know that would well, be so i was talking cool. to i was talking to my buddy andrew about that like true even just even just tra traveling there and being in the city with a bunch of lions fans and maybe some friends and family that could be just as cool and soaking up the atmosphere yeah, I mean, don't you remember when we had Super Bowl here in Detroit? You you may have been a little bit younger at that time, but I know I went downtown to take into, like, the NFL experience. Um, I'm just pulling tickets up right now. Uh, but when they had the NFL experience at, like, near Ford Field, and they, they use like, Cobo Hall and all these different venues around the stadium to create, like, a Super Bowl experience for just general fans that couldn't go to the game but yet could experience what the Super Bowl feel was like, it was really cool. Um, so right now I'm looking at some Super Bowl tickets right here in section C126, row 14. Of course, these are nosebleeder seats, $9,845. Uh, 
for you know per ticket. Uh, and I've got them already up here to twelve thousand. Uh, you can buy a suite right now. There's a suite available for two hundred ninety-three thousand. Um, oh, cheap, good deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ring me up. Give me two of those. Yeah, but right. And, yeah, and you're right. Right here, tickets are ranging the average decent seat. That's called you know, in considering lower bowl, somewhere in between the twenties is ranging anywhere between thirteen to eighteen grand. I can't see okay. it. Though. I can't see it. Yeah. No. And I say 10,000 and I'm probably just bullshitting myself by saying that because if I had to put put it on the line right now and you're like, "Okay, your team's in the in the Super Bowl and here's two seats available, 10 grand a piece, do you want them or do you want to turn them away?" I'd probably walk away. I just can't see spending that kind of money, dude. I'd probably go buy me the biggest freaking flat screen and have one hell of a party and just do what I do, but uh I mean, gosh, think about the teams like New England. For all those years they were going to Super Bowls, they were spoiled. you imagine the guys? I've already been to two. I don't need to go to another one. You know, can you imagine that? If you're like no, one yeah, of those fans. It's a nice problem to have, you know. Yeah, we're just waiting to win a playoff game. That's all we well, want. Well, staying on the Super Bowl kick. So, like yes, you sir. said, the Dream Super Bowl locations. Um, you could choose one of these or you could pick your own. We've got a few people come up with some cool ideas. So, um, number one, the pyramids in Egypt. Did you see him playing the Super Bowl out there? Well, my friend, I would love to see the Pyramid Super Bowl, but this is not going to happen. Believe me, my friend. No, 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 no. Do not, do not believe that, man. No, nope. ain't going to happen, dog. <laughs> the, uh, all right, the National Mall. Hmm. Is that Minnesota? Where's that at? D.C., right? <laughs> the fucking sucks, an idiot. Oh, man, what's wrong with me? Come on, don't bullshit me. <laughs> struggling <laughs> right now. The team's struggling. Philly, uh, Grandmaster B's struggling. Um, the National, yes, that would be yes, kind of cool. And I would wear yeah. my Washington Commander jersey. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, okay, I'll keep that on the side as a maybe. Move on to your next choice. What else you got there? Okay, this is Hollywood's choice, the Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon? Well, you know yeah. what? Uh, it's a scenic area, and there's a lot of room. You could put a lot of people there. How many people could fit in the Grand Canyon? be the biggest know, Super Bowl dude, I ever. I think you'd have to, like, helicopter down and get airlifted out. It'd be, it'd be crazy. The optics would be great, but I don't know. Logistically, it could be a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, looking from a reality um, lens, I don't know if that's going to work. So, um Okay, so that's his. Um, do I have other options? You have more you're going to give me? Yeah, I got out? two more, and then okay. um, you can pick your own. Uh, Central Park in New York. Ooh, that's a small area. I mean, it's big, but it, yet it's small. Um, that'd be kind of cool. Central Park, outside, cold weather. Um, you know be- what I was thinking, too? Maybe not for a Super Bowl, but an actual football game would be kind of cool to try some one of these. Yeah, dude, like they did the Field of Dreams this past summer where they did the Field of Dreams. Remember that? The baseball? Yes. That'd be kind of cool, man. Um, okay. Sure. All right. So Central Park, I kind of, okay, so the, the National Mall in Central right now, there's a, right now I'm going to lean on Central Park. Okay. And the last one would be on an aircraft carrier. Ooh. <sighs> Aircraft carriers are huge, but huge. I don't think we could put a lot of people on aircraft carrier, Mike. I, I, gosh, that's true. <laughs> I've seen that. I've watched that. I don't think so. I don't think an aircraft carrier is a good choice. So I'm gonna rule that out. I'm 
ruling out the pyramids. And I think I am going to go with Central Park. Central Park. I think final I think answer. That'd be cool. Is Regis there to tell me? Is my, my final answer? Is Regis over there? Obviously, this this is a dream scenario, right? Okay. So anything's okay. possible. All but right. Like Mateo had an idea about doing something underground, surrounded by like an aqua dome, basically, where you could see. You basically build walls underwater, and so you can see the the fish and everything. I think that'd be crazy. I think that dude's smoking dope. But okay. <laughs> But think about that. You're talking about dream-wise. Yeah, I'm talking I mean, a bad... That's a real wild dream. That's when you wake up after you've had too many melatonins in your beds. Well, you but, would know. <laughs> no, man. I'm starting, to, I'm, I'm starting to reel back on it right now. Oh, yeah, sure. I am. All right. So, all right. So, the aqua thing... Okay, so Mateo and, and, and uh, Hollywood took the uh, Grand Canyon. And who else picked... What about Lil Drew? Uh, Drew actually picked the pyramids. De La Salle, man! Hoff picked the uh, the aircraft carrier, and then um, how, how would I how would I know Hoff of all people would pick an aircraft? And why did he say the aircraft carrier? What was his reasoning? I haven't. I'm not. I don't know what he said because I haven't listened to the podcast. Obviously, yet we haven't aired it. What did he say? Why for an aircraft carrier? He just thought it was kind of cool how they had the other games on there. So I mean, it would obviously have to be a big ass aircraft carrier. Yeah. And it, and if you throw an incomplete pass out of bounds, it's probably going in the water, brats. Do I hear the fish in the background? You just mentioned about aquatic stuff. Did he come out? No. Oh, no. okay. All right. Um, and then mine was actually in the Rocky Mountains. I think that'd be sweet. There's a way to do that. Yeah, man. I would, um, I don't know. I kind of like this Central Park thing. Um, I would like, where did football originate? Do, do any of us know where the actual game originated? Like, where did it start? Where where did the game of football originate? I want to say maybe Chicago or something like that, but you'd have to find a big, big field and create this tremendous, like, but you'd have to have stands and all that kind of stuff, right? Because you have to have spectators. Um, I would want warm climate personally because I think right now the NFL's doing a great job of rotating it through different venues and stuff like that, dome stadiums, you know, a warm climate like Tampa or Miami, uh, you know, L.A. now, it's just, you know, Vegas Stadium is badass. Um, they really do have it down pat, but if I had to pick a dream spot, I would think go to the original roots of where football started and make that the, you know, this is where, it, you know, it's, it all started right here. And you do something spectacular, sort of like the Olympics. You know, they build stadiums just for the Olympics. And they make venues. Well, do, you know who, do you know who invented the game of football? Was it just gentleman by the name of Walter Camp? No, it wasn't just James. No, okay. Walter Walter Camp. Uh, he was a great rugby player for the Yale University. Well, there and you he, go. Uh, did this in the eighteen eighties. There you go. So maybe something with some symbolism of you know the game where it started, kind of like you know you go back, you know you do your inaugural stuff like at Cooperstown for the Hall of Fames and all that kind of stuff. I would think something like that. Um, I don't know. That's just me, Philly. I, you know, I never, that's a crazy question, but uh, picking off the list you gave me, if I had to take the pick that I gave you, I'd do Central Park because you got all these high rise buildings. People can look out of the big buildings and watch the game from way above. You know, you got the, you know, the park, but you'd have to clear a bunch of trees, right? You'd have to, you know, you have to create the field, 100 yards of 
football and the goalpost and sidelines and it'd be kind of cool man plus it'd have a it'd be really good scenery too downtown be yeah. kind of cool man well, it would, i think for any of these it would take a freaking fly that blimp yeah yeah it'd be kind of cool man so where are we at All now right. what do you got brads what's next under the super bowl man let's talk oh, about it so i'm curious yeah. to hear brads yeah what we got, got hold on oh gotta have the theme music yes Uh, let's hear it man let's do it super bowl you're asking me for my pick yes sir so obviously we're doing the uh the win loss you got the over under at 48 and a half and then you got the spread with the rams favored by four and a half Grandmaster B is going to take the L.A. Rams over the Bengals. Yes. Phil, it's going to be a close game, but I think the L.A. Rams just have a little bit too much firepower that's going to be hard to contend with. You know, you got that combo of Cooper Cup, Stafford, dude. They get this week off to just to kind of rehearse them plays. Dude, that's unstoppable. And Cooper Cup is a beast. And I know since he's got, I mean, Burroughs, he ain't no joke, dude. Second-year quarterback playing at a high rate where he's at right now. This guy's going to be around for a long time. Um, I, I'm going to take the Rams, and I think the four-and-a-half spread is fair. I think I'll take it. All right. How do you feel about the uh, the over or the under? you think both teams will combine for more than 48-and-a-half or no? No, absolutely not. I think that's an overflated number. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring of a game. I could see like a um, – I could see L.A. putting up about 27 points, and I'm going to say 17. So I'm, you said, what was the spread again? What was the total, 48? 48 and a half. I'm going to say 44. Okay. How about you? She got the under. Uh, I think I'm, it's going to be over. I really do. I like, uh, I think L.A., I picked them before they got Von Miller and Odell Beckham. I just felt like they were built to win now. I think they've gotten better. They got over that uh, midseason collapse that you know Stafford and company was having uh they were able to work through some things you know with Odell being there and Robert Woods going down I think uh Cincinnati with their offensive line they've been able to get by thus far but I think it finally catches up to them and I'm a big fan of Joe Burrow but it's a lot different when Von Miller Leonard Floyd and Aaron Donald are flying at you as opposed to what he's seen so far I just think it's going to be too much and um I got the the Rams I got the over, and I think they win by the four and a half, so I think they cover. This is interesting. One quick side note on Joe Burrow. Burrow has an opportunity to make NFL history. If they if he wins this game on the 13th in L.A., having won a college football national championship with LSU and a Heisman in 2019, the Bengals quarterback could add Super Bowl champion to his stacked resume, bro. There's only three, players in, only three players in the NFL that have accomplished all three. Tony Dorsett, Marcus Allen, Charles Woodson, Obviously, not quarterbacks. Burrow would be the first quarterback to have that uh, that honor. Wouldn't that be something for a second-year quarterback? Second year, yeah. dude, to be able to have that stat, just to have that. First quarterback ever. Impressive. Isn't it, though? It, it's just something. I think this guy's – He, she, I, I didn't think he – look, he's a good quarterback. There's a great story behind him. You know what? He, he was at Ohio State, right? 
He was, then he went to LSU. Then, then he went to LSU, right? And, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's going to be a decent Super Bowl. Again, I don't think this was the Super Bowl most people were looking at it originally, but uh, I'm, I'm just going to stick with my guns and take staff and, you know, that L.A. team. I just think they're they're stacked, dude. They're built to win, man. They're, they're a plug-and-play team, and if they lose, oh, think of those draft picks they had to give up. Yeah, and I think they're the team of destiny this year. I mean, they sold the farm to do this thing. I just can't see them laying an egg. And, and I love what Cincinnati's doing. I think Joe Burrow, like you said, he's the next best thing. And uh, he's going to be around for a long time to come. He'll get multiple shots at it. I do believe that. But I think the Rams are the team this year. And they're going to be tough to beat. But, you know, Philly, win, lose, or draw, what a hell of an NFL season. I mean, this was exciting football this year, man. This was great entertainment. Great entertainment. Yeah, and I think, like, you know, uh, you and Chaos touched on it, you know, about the NFL had a really good season. You know, the politics weren't a, uh, a focal point. That's right. And, and up until the end, you know, and, and there's always going to be player personnel issues, right, every year. I mean, it, that's life. It happens in everyday life. But overall, the games were great. Not a lot of officiating controversy. I just hope it goes out with the bang and we have a great football game. I just, again, I think the Rams will, will cover that. I think they win by a touchdown, maybe 10. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did go the other way because Cincinnati's like, they could be the uh, Cinderella story this year. You know I what agree, I mean? And I agree with you, man. Um, it's going to line up for some exciting stuff. So we get this one week to kind of take it easy. And, you know, are you going to watch the Pro Bowl? Yeah, I think I'll watch it Sunday. It's kind of like, I mean, what? I mean, I don't think I've really watched a Pro Bowl in like five years. It's just so like watered down. They don't even play defense, do they? Is there anything like if the AFC wins or the NFC wins, they get an advantage like in like in the All Star game in baseball? Like you know, if the you know American League wins, then they get the home field advantage and stuff like that during the World Series. Is there anything that ties to the Pro Bowl that has any ramifications as far as something awarded to? You know, the AFC or the NFC, do you know about any of that or no? I know there used to be something. Um, I don't know in recent years if they changed it or something, but it was it was so bad a while ago that it was just like flag football. Yeah. And then, like they were doing the Madden game, you know, during COVID and stuff and not even having a game. So um, yeah. I, I actually enjoy the skills competition much better than the actual oh, game. Oh, yes, man. I, do you remember the old skills game? Man, they used to play that all the time. That were the you know the furthest throw and all that and hitting targets and stuff with the quarterbacks and all that. Yeah. Man, that was so much. That was fun to watch. That was good entertainment, man. So, hey, a quick side note because um, uh, Miguel couldn't make the show this week because he, he was too busy, and plus he was at a Pistons game tonight, so he couldn't quite make it on the air tonight. But he gave me his prediction via text here. He's going to take the Rams. Uh, I believe he's going 27-21 Rams over Cincinnati. And I'll get, okay. his, I'll get his final numbers on the overs and unders and stuff like that, but he's definitely taking the Rams. And the only other person we have to really get on the show or at least get their prediction, we may just have to kind of – ease this in somewhere in the editing process is just James. I just James. I either he's on a hot date tonight or he's at a spa getting his feet rubbed. I don't know. One of the two <laughs> just can't, uh, can't figure that hey. guy, I can't figure that guy out. Oh. <laughs> so who's, who's the leader in the clubhouse over there? I'll tell you my top three right now. I got young drew. He's got 10 points. Uh, Mateo has nine and then I'm in third with eight. Number number one guy is going to be chaos. He's got ten points, um, and then we've got a four a three way tie, and 
myself, I'm in the basement, man. I blew it on both games. So um, actually, I take that back. I, I lost uh, one game. So uh, James and I are in the in the cell, and then Chaos is at the top, and the other um, two guys, it's going to be uh, the Fish and uh, Miguel are tied for second right now. Okay, nice. So it's an opportunity to uh, win a gift card or a Fives of the Week hoodie. Fives of the Week hoodie, man. So is there is there anything else we have before we close out the uh, the Super Bowl podcast? I think that's it, Master B. I just want to say, man, enjoy your vacation. Yes. Will do, yes. man. This has been great, man. So we're going to air this thing here in another day or so for all our listeners, for those that are listening. Uh, hopefully we get some more. I love that we're getting more feedback on our website. That's great, too. Don't you agree, Philly? Yeah, absolutely. We're posting more content, trying to stay engaged. So it's all good stuff. Everything's looking upward. Awesome, buddy. Great talking to you, man. Have a great weekend. Stay safe out there and stay warm. Thank you, everybody. You too. We'll see you. All right.